podcast and as you guys know we're in our series for women's health month yes. and we are having guests every single week we're super excited because we have another guest <laughs> she is a special guest for us that we're going to be talking all about um how you can be healthy spiritually so we've yes. talked about mental, emotional, physical. We're talking about spiritual, spiritual now. Today. So we're just going to turn this right over to you, give a quick introduction, your name, maybe a little bit of something about you or whatever you want yeah. to put out there. Okay. Hey, everybody. My name is Brianna. I go by the name is Bri on Instagram and TikTok. I also have a podcast called The Single Mom Podcast. You guys should definitely check it definitely. out. It's it's nice. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just really excited to be here today. So awesome. thank you guys so much. Yeah, of course. I was so hyped when you hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> I was like, I would be honored to be Oh my gosh. Today. Yes, when I listened to your latest episode, it's so funny because we were literally, we had every guests in our mind for uh -huh. who we wanted for mental, physical, and mm -hmm. emotional. And we were just like, who are we going to get for spiritual? Yes. We want somebody mm -hmm. that's similar to us. And when mm -hmm. I listened to your latest episode, I was like, I text her yeah, immediately. immediately was like, was like, I know is who one. it is. <laughs> we found the one. <laughs> yes, it could not have been a more perfect match. So we are super excited to have yes, you. Yes, I'm Awesome. <laughs> yes. So, because we're talking about spirituality, we kind of want to give you uh, the floor to talk about um, your journey um, mm -hmm. through Christianity, through, you know, whether falling away or coming back or, you know, what have you experienced in your own relationship or religion or spirituality with God, yourself, anything like yeah, that? Yeah, maybe talk about, like, where it started for you, because I know a lot of times it starts from childhood and kind of, like, what we get from our parents and mm -hmm. then, like, figuring out where we connect with that as, on our own. Okay, so with me, I feel like I have the typical story of knowing about heaven and hell mm -hmm. and God, mm -hmm. but it wasn't until I moved to Ohio and started living with my aunt where I began going to church all the time. Mm -hmm. I went Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> you name it. And I just fell in love with the atmosphere. I mm -hmm. felt like it yeah. was a safety net for me. It was mm -hmm. a place where... I truly connected with people um, mm -hmm. my age, just on the same path, not really into drugs, alcohol, mm -hmm. and, you know, the pressures that you have to really deal with mm -hmm. growing up as a teenager and everything. So yeah. it was really a great outlet for me, mm -hmm. and I was a dedicated member. Yeah. That's awesome. That is. Because yeah, I think awesome. that you typically don't – well, I'll just say from my experience, um, I was – forced to be at church all the time. <laughs> I went to Sunday school. I went to Bible study. I was at vacation Bible school yeah. in the summer, which I thought was torture because my friends was making plans and I'm at like vacation I Bible school. I love vacation Bible school. I made the best of it. But um, a lot of like my peers, my age were like, we felt like we were dragged to church. It wasn't until I was older. So that's interesting. I love to hear that. And I, that's actually one of my favorite things to see now is the youth on fire for Christ. Yeah. And oh, yeah. teenagers and stuff. But it is. The youth in church now is lit. Okay. They, oh we have so much fun <sighs> and so much stuff that I feel like we didn't have the opportunity mm -hmm. to have, mm -hmm. and it's great to see. Yes, yeah, I agree. Because when I was younger, I spent a, my entire life in church, basically, mm -hmm. and um, like I remember going to like Sunday school, like when my parents were in the sanctuary, go down to children's church, things like that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we would have fun. We do crafts, but it was like okay, it's just that, and then you go home. And now they're doing all this like crazy fun stuff, and I'm like, they're doing things like y'all going on, doing all these things, having your own little ministry, and it's amazing. Cause it's like they really love it. Mm -hmm. Like you can see, they really love it. It's not like oh, I'm just for. Cause a lot of people are like, I'm forced to go. I want to be here. Like, but it's actually fun now. It's very it fun, now. and I think that's so awesome because. Um, I think that we need to be innovative, which a lot of places are now, but I think mm -hmm. some places wanted to be so traditional and this mm -hmm. is what we've done all the time. And it's like sometimes you have to change with the times a Absolutely. bit mm -hmm. because, you know, especially nowadays with social media and everything that's drawing our children away, mm -hmm. it's like you have to find a way to gain their attention back, to get yes. their focus. You can't just do the same thing mm -hmm. because they're just going to be on their phones and tablets mm -hmm. and whatnot and, yeah. and paying you no attention. Exactly. Yes. In order to, I feel like, um, 
to gain the audience of the youth, mm-hmm. you have to tailor things to how things are nowadays. Mm-hmm. And you see a lot of the youth on TikTok, Instagram, all the social media apps, and they even have a space for that, like Christian yes. TikTok. Yes. And if you put the hashtag, like, Christian comedy, like, mm-hmm. there's an avenue for it. And I feel like if traditional churches were to slide their way that yeah. way, it would, yeah. it would help the youth to feel connected to definitely yeah because i think that you know growing up in church it was like you said gabby but we didn't have obviously phones and tablets when i was right (laughs) but we had like notebooks and we like i remember my grandma always just bringing stuff to keep us busy and keep us distracted because there was literally nothing for us you know what i mean but now there's literally so much just tailored specifically to the kids that they can have so much fun they have Mm -hmm. i know my church now has like um I can't remember what it's called, but they have, the youth has their own program. They even have their own little sanctuary that they can go in, like Mm -hmm. the teenagers and listen to the message and discuss it and stuff like that instead of just sitting there on the pews or not the pews, but the pews uh, and being bored. And getting in trouble for falling asleep. Right. (laughs) Right. You can get you a little nap and nobody got to (laughs) know. So I know for a lot of people who started off young in the church, Mm -hmm. um, I've known a lot who have just kind of, for lack of better words, got burnt out or mm-hmm. kind of was like, I'm, I, I want to step away. This is getting kind of, you know, like I said, I started when I was very young. And then when I got into high school was when I was kind of like, not so much that I didn't believe in God or I, did, I wanted to, but I was just kind of like, I'm going to do me. Like, I'm a teenager. Mm-hmm. You know, you think you know everything when you're a teenager. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm going to just do me. I'm going to go have fun. I'm going to do all the things I'm not supposed to do. <laughs> and that was kind of like my stray away where I was just like, I am i don't necessarily, not that I don't care, but I'm just like, I really am just more focused on me having fun. And, yeah. you know, being the church yeah. girl didn't look like, you know, no one thought that was fun or cool. Yeah. So it was like, well, I want to be cool so bad. I'm going to do these things. So did you ever feel like that through your journey of feeling like I just, I don't know about this no more? Mm-hmm. Mm, I would say my journey is so different uh-huh. from, like, the typical persons being in church because okay. – I grew up like really rough, like in the hood, being overly exposed to things that I should know nothing about. So it's just like, for me going to church and just seeing regular teenagers Mm -hmm. who just wanted to walk this path of Christianity and walk with God was just like, I want to do what y'all are doing. Like, so it, it was just different for me, but I definitely experienced church hurt, which Uh strayed me away from the church and made me try out like spirituality Mm -hmm. and see what that was about. I mean, I got a tarot reading done before Mm -hmm. I had crystals, Mm -hmm. sage and was trying that out, but I never I never felt connected the way that I did being yeah. in a church. And I feel like they just be saying anything, not to, you know, disrespect anybody. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I felt like people would just kind of say anything to me. Mm-hmm. And with Christianity, you know there's um, a God and mm-hmm. a Bible to follow. And mm. it, it made that instruction better for me. So, okay, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. I feel like I've heard that before with people who you know, dabbled into um, spirituality or, like, new age practices or... I mean, there's so many different terms because I think yeah. everyone creates their own space and mm-hmm. when they, you know, search out something, some type of higher meaning outside of um, God. But I've mm-hmm. heard people say that where it's kind of like, I just... I kind of feel like I don't know where I'm going in this because, like we said, mm-hmm. in Christianity, you know, you have the Bible, you have instruction, you know, we're taught, you know, what these things mean and how you're supposed to live and all this mm-hmm. stuff when you kind of venture out side of that and you're doing you know whatever in new age like you said maybe crystals or things like that you're kind of like trying to figure this out on your own because I don't mm-hmm. at least for me I don't have too much experience of no, of knowledge at least but like um like I don't know if there is a handbook for crystals I don't know if there is a handbook for you know this mm-hmm. type of stuff so I think yeah. sometimes people kind of be like oh I'm just gonna you know try this out and, and not really be super mm-hmm. sure as in when you're in Christianity, and I can't speak for everyone, but I think there's a little bit more certainty in mm-hmm. that because we kind of have instruction. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where I felt comforted in, yeah. was having mm-hmm. that instruction and knowing how to go about following God and living mm-hmm. and pleasing Him because mm-hmm. of the Bible. And I would yeah. be able to reference that, even when it comes to things like relationships and what it's like to have a man that's your helpmate yeah. and submitting as a woman mm-hmm. to a man who honors God, of course. Yeah, but of course. Like, 
it, it it's very helpful to have the Bible. For yeah, sure. And definitely. Because oh. no. <laughs> Gabby will take over this whole interview. I will. Interview and I'll I'll just be asking so many questions. Go ahead, Nikki. You can ask. <laughs> can I get one? No, I'm just um, but no, I agree. I feel like it's that structure. And I think that when you grow up in the church, mm-hmm. a lot of times, I was just having this conversation with my husband about how, like, uh, when you see a lot of people who grew up in the church and they kind of stray away from it, most of the time, you, you always see them come back. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's like, you get that, you, you're missing it you know it's like a missing piece and I know I went through the same thing like um, I think for me I used to always see Christianity as something that I was just taught to do that I was just told Mm -hmm. to do that I just you know and that's why to this day with my kids I'll never have them up in front of the church at the age of four five six talking about yes I have accepted Christ unless they really because I believe they they can at that young age but I'm not like I've seen too many four-year-olds up there that barely even understand what the pastor was saying to them and they like are you ready to dedicate your life to Jesus Christ and they got snotty noses and they like yeah you know Mama told me to say yes. Right. Do I have a choice? Okay. <laughs> and that's how I looked at it, like, when I was younger. So when I got grown, like, I was just like, that was my grandparents' thing. It didn't feel like my choice until I had my daughter. And that's when I had my moment of, like, I cannot do this. I don't have the strength to do this. I don't have the skills, the knowledge, the wisdom, anything. And there's only one place I know that I can go that will give me the strength to be a mother. Um, So that just kind of brought me back. Um, But then... You know, <laughs> you. So I went back into the church, and I was all excited, and I was super naive, and I dealt with a lot of church hurt myself. Mm. So I wanted to talk a little bit about church hurt because I know that's something. <laughs> I know that's something that all three of us have been honest about yes. experiencing, mm-hmm. and like just seeing it now that I've kind of healed from a lot of it, I'm realizing like people don't realize how detrimental it is mm. when you. Yeah do things like that, you know what I mean, that shun people, and then it doesn't just give you a bad name, it gives Christians all over yeah. a bad name. You look like yes. hypocrites. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just look bad. I think, too, that it's not, like, yes, it's the people in the church, because sometimes they say things, and it's very hurtful, but mm-hmm. us as people also have to realize that people in the church are everyday normal people yes. Trying, yes. trying their best, too, and yeah. sometimes... They're going to mess up, mm-hmm. just like people out in the real world. Yeah. Exactly. But at least they have God to help guide them back mm-hmm. on that path and keep them accountable for maybe the things that they say that could be hurtful to you. Mm-hmm. And God will convict them and be yeah. like, now you know you shouldn't have said that right. to that girl. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. so I think that, yeah, that's a Yeah. That's yeah. A I mean, I think, too, <laughs> um, one of the issues I had was I would – hear not a lot but a few pastors or just people in the church you don't have to just be a pastor Mm -hmm. but say church hurts the church doesn't hurt you like the church of god like the church like everyone that's what they're saying like the church doesn't hurt you like that's in you and it's like i feel like that is taking away from the accountability that those people need to accept Mm -hmm. when they do those things because Mm -hmm. Yes, we are. Just because we're Christian doesn't mean that we aren't normal, everyday people that still deal with so many things. We have our own struggles. We have our own things that we have to go through, and we mess up. We're never going to be perfect. Like, we want to strive to be the best we can be, but we're never going to reach that perfection because it's just just not in us. We're just in flesh. And I feel like when we take away from, like, someone saying man that really hurt me when they said that that really hurt me when they treated me like that and it is directly coordinated to the church you were at or to the people in your church Mm -hmm. I think instead of downplaying and saying like oh no the church didn't hurt you that's in you it's like okay let's explore that a little bit because there have yes exactly because even whether if you meant to do it that way mother whatever it is like it still made me feel some type of way Mm -hmm. and there was many times where you know I've experienced that before where it wasn't to the extent that made me feel like I'm gonna go away but it was just like I can see why people leave Mm -hmm. because I can see how you're talking to people and how you're treating people and how you're looking down on people and I'm not saying this is everyone but Mm -hmm. in certain situations I have seen that and I'm like Mm -hmm. if you're gonna treat people like that they'd rather go out into the world and do their own thing and not deal with 
with y'all. Mm-hmm. That is such a good point. But the thing about being out in the world is they're going to do you even worse oh. than them people in the church will. They I'm, definitely Like, will. I'm a person who strayed away from church, and I was outside. Like, yeah. I used to go to the club, go to the <laughs> bars all the time, mm-hmm. listen to the music and the things. And it was fun, but after a while, it felt like mm-hmm. I would be sitting in the club or these bars and looking around like, I just feel like we're all doing this just to have something to do mm-hmm. and not because this is something we really enjoy doing. Yeah. Right. So I took the time out to, I no longer drink, I no longer do those things. Yeah. And I go into spaces and I'm like, is this really fun to you? Because it's fun to you. Yeah. And not because you're under the influence or doing yes. something like that. So. That's, I love that. I actually took a long time when I quit drinking mm-hmm. after I had my daughter because I just realized like I need to refocus um my mom helped me a lot because i remember i wanted to, i thought i was going to like i quit smoking obviously i used mm-hmm. to smoke a lot of weed when i was younger <laughs> and i quit smoking when i got pregnant and i just mm-hmm. thought like everybody else i know who's a mom you quit while you are pregnant and then you start back after you had a baby mm-hmm. i tried one time after i had my baby she was asleep <laughs> i tried to step outside and i felt like the most horrible human <laughs> ever like girl is Addiction it that serious yeah. like mm-hmm. you got no and that was the last day and then I remember trying to go out with my friends and get my mom to babysit my, my daughter had to be like three or four months old and my mom was like absolutely not that's not your life anymore yeah and I was yeah. like well I need a break and she was like but you're a mom now like you don't do that and she eventually gave in and uh, watched her for me mm-hmm. but when I tell you we went out and I rode with somebody so I couldn't even just leave when I wanted to mm-hmm. I felt so out of place <laughs> that I literally sat on a chair until 2 a.m. when my ride was ready to leave I just oh sat God. there for hours like miserable <laughs> like I want to go home with my baby yeah, <laughs> so you know God will really take the taste out of your mouth and I quit drinking for for a long time because mm-hmm. I wanted to get that determination like is this something that you just do yeah. because and everybody does it over, oh that's the I, worst my recovery has just slow down. Okay, <laughs> no. I cannot keep up yeah. with, the, with the younger people. No, not It'll at all. take me a whole week. Nope. I'm right. like, this is not worth it. And I have to be a parent. Like, yes. I'm a mom exactly. too. I have to get up and show up for my son and yeah. show up for myself every yes. day. I can't afford to do mm-hmm. that anymore. Yeah, and I think for me, that's kind of what got me, like, from, because I had my son young. I was 18. So mm-hmm. I was, you know, kind of how I said earlier, I was kind of straying away a little bit, doing my own thing in high school. Um, and then I got pregnant. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a mom. I gotta get my together so um I mean obviously at that point like you guys had talked about like I was like I'm not smoking I'm not drinking I'm not nothing I have a kid I'm not going out like I can't do that I can't afford Mm -hmm. to do that I'm young and like I I can't for me I was just like I couldn't leave my little baby and and go to the club like I just couldn't do it so I um that kind of brought me back to Christ where I rededicated my life and I was just like I need to get back on track was having my son and it's so crazy because a lot of people get shunned for um having a baby outside of marriage um Mm -hmm. and they are looked down on oftentimes uh by some christians because it's like oh you slept around oh you had sex before marriage and you got a baby and all this stuff and it was like but in all honesty even though i went about it the wrong way obviously you know but it was still a huge purpose in that. Like, God literally used my son to bring me back to him and mm-hmm. to get back on track. And it was like, once I started to get back on track and get back into the church and start reading my word again, and like you guys said, I tried to, I was like, you know, maybe I'll dibble-dabble and go to the club here and there. <laughs> like, let me just see. And yeah. it was, oh, it was it's terrible. Not, it, it's not it was literally, I was, mm-hmm. like you guys said, like, you I'm just sitting like there. Smoke. Yes, and like, <laughs> random, strange men trying to touch on you. I literally was just Music like, blasting. I left, oh, the last God. time I went to the club, mm-hmm. I was like 21, 22, and mm-hmm. I was only there for about an hour. I went with some friends. It was just so terrible. Like, you guys were talking about just sitting in the club, like, what am I doing here? Like, why am I here? Mm-hmm. I want to leave. That's how I felt. I was just like, why am I here? Mm-hmm. Like, it literally makes no sense for me to be just standing here in the corner, like, I don't want to drink, I don't want to dance. Like, clearly, I just don't want to be here. Exactly. And I feel like I'm so, I'm personally so thankful for that. I know a lot of people are still, you know, and I'm not, like, trying to judge people who may be going out and they're a Christian or whatnot, but, like, for me, that just, 
I had to kind of like divorce that from my life. Yeah. Like it just wasn't a part of my life and where I wanted to go just because of that certain atmosphere. It was like I was there and it was just people drinking and getting high and mm. like guys trying to take you home and just stuff. And it's like, mm -hmm. I don't want to, I just personally didn't want to surround myself with that. It just mm -hmm. didn't feel right to me. And who you were. Yes. And that's what I love about what all of us are saying right now is like, None of us went through anything where it was like, okay, I gotta stop going to the club. Okay, next weekend. Okay, next weekend. It was like it naturally happened. God, God literally removed the desire. Yeah. yeah, like none of us had to like fight our way out of the club. So yeah, it, it'll it just tells you like how God will literally change you. You yes. know, because you yes. know who I loved getting dressed and putting on my heels and mm -hmm. going out with my friends, and then immediately I just felt disgusted. Like, yeah, I, like I didn't like I didn't like wearing those little dresses in the middle of the winter, standing outside in the cold, trying to wait to get in the club. I'm like, oh why? How in the world did I do that? To your big coat in the club. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> why? It's not We're that crazy. serious at yeah. all. Yeah. No. So um, when you kind of you know, walked away to a degree and kind of ventured into spirituality. Mm -hmm. Was there anything in particular that drew you to that? Because there's so many different practices, there's so many different religions, and I've heard people go from one thing to the next thing, but was there anything in particular that brought you to that, or was there someone that you knew that was like, hey, look at this, or was it just literally you like, I'm just gonna just come out something. here and just try something <laughs> different? Oh, good question. Okay, so I think what drove me to spirituality was friends around me. I okay. have a few friends that practice spirituality. Okay. Mm. And then seeing it on social media mm. constantly. Yeah. And <laughs> seeing things about, like, different zodiac signs yeah. or yeah. different, like, saging techniques that you can do and all these things made me very curious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And although I think that... Spirituality, of course, isn't like a bad thing. I think yeah. that anything that takes you higher and makes you feel like a better version of yourself, that's okay. That's perfect mm -hmm. for you. But it wasn't something that I really connected with. And I feel like I tried it and I just didn't resonate with it. Yeah. And it didn't. And I think my moment where I came back to Christ happened right after my um, ex-boyfriend's um, mother passed away mm -hmm. and we went to church and just hearing the sermon that happened really spoke to my spirit. And I was yeah. like, this is what I've been missing yeah. the whole time. And right after that, I rededicated my life. And I'm like, yeah. God, we're, we're back like this. I'm <laughs> That's sorry I left. Good. So, That's so yeah. good. And I'm glad you mentioned um, about how it's not necessarily like all those practices or some of those practices aren't necessarily bad. Like mm -hmm. sometimes we take mm -hmm. things and say, this is evil. So like Nikki <laughs> and I were just talking about like sage. Um, I have never burned sage, but I've been to like a yoga class where they burn sage or things like that. And I'm like, I don't think that sage is inherently evil at all. It's Me literally neither. what God created. I don't know if it's a sage plant. I don't know how that is, honestly, but God created it. Mm -hmm. And I think like you burning it is not like now you're worshiping the devil. And I think sometimes yeah. we get confused in that. And it's mm -hmm. like, I think you and I were just talking about this. Mm -hmm. It's like, Unless you are now like serving this thing, and it doesn't even yeah. have to be religion. It can be like I'm so consumed in money, mm -hmm. and now I'm serving that. I'm so consumed in this person, mm -hmm. and now I'm serving that. Like that's where all my time and my energy, and my thought. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. But like, like I burn incense. I love incense. Mm -hmm. But some people would be like, "Oh, you shouldn't be burning incense." Mm -hmm. Like Jesus had burned frankincense <laughs> at his birthday party when he just was born. Like, exactly. and y'all telling me I can't have incense? Y'all act like I'm I'm praising the incense god i don't know but it's <laughs> like, <laughs> like but that's how they, they act do. and it's like yoga we have to, yeah, sound yoga, meditation everything. everything yeah and it's like you mm. have to understand though what are your reasonings now maybe some people are doing it and that is their quote-unquote god and that might be one thing but i like i said i don't say that those things are you know, inherently evil. Even crystals, I don't have any, but I think they're beautiful. And I'm like, if I ever got one, it's not because I'm over here saying that this crystal is now my God and now everything's everything. my life. Yeah. yeah, that's not for me. But I'm like, if I see it and I think it's pretty and someone comes over to my house, I wouldn't want someone to judge me like, oh, you're woo-woo, you know, yeah. type of stuff. And it's like, mm -hmm. I think we kind of get to get away from that mm -hmm. and understand, especially in Christianity. So I think like in Christianity, a lot of times, especially traditional Christians, 
um, we can get caught up in religion mm-hmm. instead of like a relationship with God and mm-hmm. understanding who yeah. God is for ourselves and understanding who we are. Um, we get so caught up in religion and traditions and what's right and what's wrong and this is legalism. black and this is white. Yeah, legalism. And it's like, you know, I personally don't think there's always a black and white, right and wrong. Like the Bible doesn't say a lot of things. And I mm-hmm. think that's just because that was thousands and thousands of years ago. Mm-hmm. So some of the stuff that's going on today, it's not going to say, and like exactly, it doesn't say anything in there about <laughs> social media. Yeah. I mean, they have it back then. So it's like, you know, people can formulate their own ideas and say this is right and this is wrong, but I think it's more so what has God placed on your heart. Mm-hmm. Is he convicting you in that? Now, if he's convicting you in that, then maybe you shouldn't be in that. But if he, like for me, I'm like, if God's not convicting me in something, then I'm going to obviously continue to pray on it, but I'm not going to feel bad about what I'm doing or or anything like that unless God necessarily comes and, and says to me, like, like puts it on my heart, like stop. You'll feel that. it. You'll yeah. feel it. You know I it. I feel like this might be blunt of me, but mm-hmm. people need to mind their business more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if it's not personally affecting me. you, mm-hmm. you should support that person no matter what. Yeah. And instead of telling them what not to do, how about introduce them into the things that maybe mm-hmm. they should do? Mm-hmm. Like I recently had my friend. She she's not mind me telling her business, but um, <laughs> she was a spiritualist too. Like she was one of the people I got my tarot card readings from. And then I was telling her like, yeah, um, I gave like um, my crystals away, the sage and stuff to mm-hmm. my um, other relative and things like that. And I invited her out to um, an event at the Word Church. Okay. And after that, like she started sending me. Um, stuff about different church events and I would send her wow. scriptures and then she was like you know what I'm about to rededicate my life yeah. too Yay. and I'm like good that's, so that's good, good and you me. didn't have to be like you need to get rid of those crystals and yeah. you need to get rid of this and I'm not a perfect person either so yeah. sometimes exactly. I could yeah. okay. <laughs> sometimes I might listen to some music mm-hmm. that ain't the best right. but it's just like I'm human though exactly. and it's all a part of the journey it is. And I think shaming people into something is where Christians lose mm. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot. Exactly. Yeah, because it makes it seem like they're perfect. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's really important to share your testimony as much as possible. Sure. Yeah. Because um, I'm starting to notice more on social media that um, people are becoming more transparent and vulnerable mm-hmm. and sharing their testimonies. But it's so important to help people not to feel alone. Especially yes. like in... in everyday things that you may think is stupid or nobody else is going through and it's like no that person might be going through that it's important to share it exactly it's so important to share it and I think again going back to just my own experience that's one of the things that I struggled with um like in my 20s when I was getting back into church was like I really wanted to get rid of like the old stuff that I was doing because I just just didn't feel right to me and I was trying to get back in the church and I just felt like it went from like no more of this now. Now you have to be this picture-perfect person and you have to do everything right and you have to stop listening to this and stop wearing this and stop doing this. And it was almost like smothering. It was like, oh my gosh. It was all, it was like a shock to me mm-hmm. because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a terrible person. I gotta stop doing all these uh, things. Yes. And even though it may have not been their, um, like it may not have been their goal to make me feel bad, in a sense, it makes you feel bad because you're like, I, I must be doing everything wrong in life. Mm-hmm. And that's hard because that pushes people away. Mm-hmm. Like you said, we lose people in that. And it's like, you know, we can't force God on anyone. Yeah. We can't force the Bible on anyone. What you need to do is lead in love. Like you were mm-hmm. saying, you were sharing your experiences. And then someone else picked up on it and was like, oh, wait. Now, now I'm thinking about that mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And it's like when we do that... I mean, Jesus is the best example in the Bible. Like, he was always getting um, criticized by the um, Pharisees about sitting with sinners. And Jesus is like, this is what you're supposed to do. Like, you're supposed to just talk to people and treat them normally. And and he literally didn't condemn them like, you're horrible, you're horrible, you're horrible. He was like, I'm just going to tell them parables. I'm going to teach them about my father. And it was the Pharisees that were like, oh, I'm not touching a tax collector. I'm not touching a prostitute. I'm not legalism. Yes, and then, but it's still here today, which is the craziest thing to me. Because I'm like, it's 2023. <laughs> Imagine Why can't if we let Jesus go? went to these churches nowadays. He would be so out of line. Jesus would be flipping <laughs> over the pews. Jesus would have got kicked play. out of the church by now because he would just be so not biblical. You know what I mean? And it's just like, 
I think that with what you were saying about like being smothered, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I literally explained it like when I came back into the church, I was 22, um, mm-hmm. and I felt like I literally put my personality in a box and put under the bed and mm-hmm. just became wow. the quote unquote Christian. I felt like everybody was the same. Yeah. I felt like we were all being taught to not watch this, not do that, not listen to this. We we're all supposed to act and carry ourselves a certain way. We we're all supposed to dress a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like he gave me this personality. I'm yes. not going to put it away <laughs> and tuck it and hide it so that I can fit mm-hmm. into this, you know, yes expectation of yeah. what a woman of God is supposed to look like. I felt like we was all supposed to think the same and talk the same and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it just felt like I put my personality away and it's like I can be totally different from somebody and we can still serve the same God. We can both love yeah. Christ. Mm-hmm. I seen a documentary, I cannot remember what it's called, a while ago on Netflix and this guy, he was a Christian and he literally had like this he was like he had dreads all down his back. He mm-hmm. wore, like, dark black eyeliner. He mm-hmm. wore, like, black nail polish. Mm-hmm. Like, he always wore, like, rocker-type clothes. And then he would just be like, can I pray for you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you wouldn't be something you would probably initially <laughs> No, expect. and I was like, I want to be that guy's friend. You know what I mean? But yes. it's like, we come yeah. in all different shapes, shades, sizes, mm-hmm. colors. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We cannot keep, like, trying to force people who they naturally are outside of the church and get them to just fit into this perfect little box. And I think it's just really hard for the saints of old, I guess, if you want to call Mm -hmm. it like from the, you know, our parents and grandparents and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. you know, they grew up a certain way and and they may not have even understood everything that they were doing, but they Mm -hmm. did it because they were told to do it. And that's how it happened in the church. And I was just telling you how like, I don't think Gen Z is going for that. Like, they want answers. And although we're not going to always understand everything, and it's not our business to understand everything, we're not God, you know. He's not going to reveal everything to us. But there are some things that you can't just say, just trust the Lord. You know what I mean? Like, they want to understand what they're dedicating their lives to. They only have one life. They They may not fully understand eternity. So it's our job to meet them at their level, you know what I'm saying? And like you said, you know, just kind of, you introduced them to one thing our old pastor said that I really loved was like, you just plant the seed. Yeah. Yeah. You just plant the seed and God will bring the increase, you know? And show up for that person. I think that's so important is showing up for people and loving them because it's really about the relationship of God. It's Mm -hmm. not for me to judge you and be like, ooh, you're doing this, you're doing that. That's not my business. Because who does that help? That's not my business. No. Yeah, Mm -hmm. not at all. Mm -hmm. And I see that a lot, and I'm actually glad we're talking about this because this is something that's current now. I mean, obviously, this is going to come out a little bit later, but um, one thing I've been seeing, and I don't know much about her, Mm -hmm. but um, Black China's transition. So I don't know much about, like, her just, like, in general. I know her a little bit from Kardashian, and you know things like that but that's about it but I have been seeing a lot of posts about her you know now you know rededicating her life back to Christ or becoming saved and getting baptized and Mm -hmm. you guys see this stuff working it's everywhere you said black china yes she goes by Angela Angela Mm White yes Listen, yeah. it's, I think it's, but wow. I, so I bring this up because I think it's amazing from what I've been seeing is, so she's been posting about being saved, she got baptized, she's That's removing amazing. her tattoos, she had that tattoo of, um, oh, I don't know, it's a god of some sort, she had a tattoo of, she's removing that, mm-hmm. um, she's taking her fillers out, she's just like, Going back okay. to her natural self. She recently got baptized. Yes, so. yes, mm-hmm. I've seen that on there, wow. and I'm just like, she's. She's putting this on a public display that she's doing these things. That's and amazing. I, but the thing is, I have seen so many people cut her down. And I'm like, I. this kind of sounds weird to say I pray to God that you're not Christians. Because obviously I want people to be saved. But I'm hoping this is not coming from Christian people. Because mm-hmm. it's people that are like, oh, she didn't have sex with too many people. She ain't getting into heaven. <laughs> oh, she, Listen, I, I when I tell you shy. some of the stuff that I'm reading... It literally makes me sick, like, oh, she can't get to heaven now. It's too late for her. This, 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 and that. And I'm like... What God do you serve? I was about to say, because y'all Jesus. <laughs> and I'm what? just thinking to myself, like, <laughs> y'all can't crazy. be happy that someone is, you know, even if you, even if these people, let's say they're not Christians, and they're just saying this stuff because they have a negative, you know, mm-hmm. bad taste towards God, whatever the case is, but... Could you at least be happy that she's doing something that makes herself feel happy? Mm-hmm. Like she's doing something that she's literally come out and said, I'm feeling happier, I'm feeling lighter. I'm like, she just looks happier. Mm-hmm. And she's That's doing amazing. these things to turn around her life. But you got these people that are cutting you down. And I feel like sometimes even us, you know, even though she's a normal person, she's a celebrity, but even us who aren't celebrities, sometimes we go through that where 
we may have had a past that people know about. You know, we we have some things that aren't mm. secret to people, and people will hold you against that. I know I've had someone do that to me where I, I did something that was wrong, and they try to throw it in my face. Like, how could you be a Christian woman? This, this, and that. And I'm like, really? Like, and this is coming from another Christian, and it's like. How, why do we do that to people? Like, I that think, just is terrible. I agree. And I think that it's basically like, darned if you do, darned if you don't. Yeah. Because people were mad that she was doing OnlyFans. They were mm-hmm. mad when she was out here being naked and mm-hmm. doing all of these different things. And now you're mad because she's trying <laughs> to change true. her life. Yeah. And I just feel, again, it's not y'all business. It's just not. clap for that woman. Yeah. Because she's doing something to better herself. And yeah. Black China got to see what was out there. I yep. mean, she went probably to all of the clubs, all yeah. of the bars, dated all of the athletes, did mm-hmm. all of the things, and she got to see that that didn't bring her fulfillment, and mm-hmm. now she's trying a different route, and she's finally feeling that fulfillment yeah. with God. So what's yes. wrong with it? And what imagine the example that she's going to set for women who feel like yeah. they're she's too relatable. far gone. Yes. You know what I mean? There's a lot Very. of women out there that feel like, I remember thinking about that. I had a lot of rumors and reputation about myself mm-hmm. when I was in high school, and I just honestly felt like nobody would take me seriously mm-hmm. about being a Christian, and I even had somebody tell me that. You know, that I went to high school with, like, tell me that she had been in circles where people are like, okay, yeah, right, she's saved, she a Christian, Mm -hmm. you know, she did, she that. And I'm just like, who I used to be, I'm just so glad that now I'm in a place in my life where I do not care what nobody got to say at all. And it is the most freeing feeling. And I really hope and pray that Black China feels that way, too. You know what I mean? I hope that... And I believe that if she is really truly close to God, yeah. that He will block out all that noise. For sure. and Absolutely. I think, too, as a celebrity, I think a lot of times you have to, anyways, yeah. because I'm sure even I cannot imagine whatever you're doing in your life, you're going to be criticized, whether if it's good or bad. You're always going to have people on there. When you're a celebrity, you're displayed everywhere, so everyone's going to have something to say about mm-hmm. you, about your looks, about what you do with your life. So I think you know her being in the limelight for so long. She probably has learned, like, I'm not about to read these comments. Like, yeah. because for my own, I know for me, for my own mental health, I would not be reading this comments. Yeah, I would be yeah, like, no, y'all can <laughs> argue back and forth in the comments. I'm not going to read none of them because mm-hmm. I need to protect my peace. Absolutely. But, um, but I just, I, I really, that's one, one of the things that we like about Pretty Social Podcast and what we want to do is that we just want to be open and honest and vulnerable because, mm-hmm. you know, we're not perfect. You know, mm-hmm. like that case. Black China, obviously is not perfect, but she's turning her life around. We're yeah. not perfect, but we've turned our lives around. We rededicate our lives back to Christ. Mm-hmm. We're still going to fall. Exactly. We're still going to mess up. God is not counting sins to be like, oh, well, Gabby, you sinned five times. Like, China, you sinned 100. Nah, I'm cool. Like, no. no. When we come to him and we ask for forgiveness, all of it is gone. Yes. Mm-hmm. No matter how many mm-hmm. sins there are in the past. You could have only ever sinned one time, which is not true for anybody, no. but you could have only ever sinned one time, and he's going to forgive you just the same as the person who sinned five million times. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's absolutely yes. ridiculous the things that people are saying to her. Yeah, I think it's important to not condemn yourself either mm, with this process. So and yeah. I think that it's nice to see her be this calmer version of herself because she has been in the media a lot, like going back and forth with her mother yes. and, you know, saying some, some stuff. Uh-huh. But <laughs> it's just nice to see her in a light where she isn't condemning herself and she's yeah. forgiving herself because she know that God forgives her. And I think that it's important to... Give yourself grace when you are transitioning in, mm. back into Christianity. Yeah. It's important to give yourself that grace and know that the things that you used to do, you're no longer there. And it's mm-hmm. okay. Mistakes are meant to happen. That's why he yeah. died on the cross for us. But exactly. it, it'll be forgiven. And I think... That's a, that's a really great point about yeah. that grace. Because I think that... I don't mean to cut you. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> Just real quick, I wanted to say, like, that's something that I didn't have for years. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel yeah. like the church offered me that. Mm-hmm. I think they told me to hide all my sins. Like, I had to... I got pregnant... Um, before I got married and mm-hmm. um, my husband was training to become a deacon at the time and mm-hmm. because I got pregnant he got sat down mm-hmm. understandable um, but we had to go in front of the entire church and tell them that we sinned mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and... so I'm like you just see my pregnant belly you already know what happened why do I gotta come up here and tell you <laughs> that, 
Y'all like, literally seen everybody it. can see it, but I just felt like that was just very unfair because first of all, it's a lot of people that are sexually active in the church that because they don't get pregnant, yeah. they don't have to go up and before the church and yeah. tell everybody their business. Oh my goodness, yeah. extremely it's very humiliating. I couldn't yeah. imagine being in the position where I'm being told now you have to come up in front of a, a whole group of people staring at you mm. and, and and ask them for forgiveness. No, I ask God for forgiveness. Like, mm-hmm. I, I honestly don't really need forgiveness from y'all. This mm-hmm. is between me and God. This is mm-hmm. between our relationship. Now, if you guys, for some reason, aren't going to forgive me, like, that's on you. Mm-hmm. Like, on that you. has you nothing gotta take to do between with you and, and me. <laughs> right, that has something to do with you. And that's very embarrassing. And I think that... You know, again, that's some churches that do that. It's like you're pushing people away because mm-hmm. now you feel condemned. You mm-hmm. feel guilty. And then you hold that to yourself and you feel like you're not good enough. And you're mm-hmm. like, well, but like you said, there's people in there still having sex, but ain't nobody know that because they didn't get pregnant. And it's like, <laughs> I can't tell you how many that's people too. I knew in the church <laughs> having sex. I was one, I, I, me included. There was a time where I was in church and I was having you sex. You were getting it in. And I was, and I, no, and I, and I, I wasn't pregnant, but it happened. Yeah. Again, and, and I'm not saying that to be like, oh, hey, look at me. I was at, but that's like, we, we're normal. Mm-hmm. We are exactly. literally still human beings. And it's like, the one beautiful thing that I love about Christianity is the aspect of love. And we always hear about God's love for us. We hear mm-hmm. about Jesus and how he loved us and how he sacrificed his life for us and just the immense amount of grace and provision and protection, just all the things that God lavishes on us, knowing that we're um, very imperfect, knowing Mm -hmm. that we're going to mess up. He knows us from beginning to end. He Mm -hmm. knows all of our mistakes and he still says, I love you. Mm -hmm. And he says, I'm going to show you that by all the things that I give to you and and what I do for you and how I treat you. Mm -hmm. And I love that about that. And I'm so thankful that like people don't have the place of God because they don't give people don't give us enough grace like we don't give each other enough grace we don't forgive each other easily and it's like in my mind it's like who are you you're not even God you're not even close okay. you're not even you're not even halfway you up there like me. <laughs> and exactly. you feel like you can condemn me and treat me badly when God is literally like. I am love, I am forgiveness, I am like wholeness, I can bring you back to, and that doesn't mean that we won't get consequences, that doesn't mean that he won't discipline us, but still, even all that is in love, he's not making us feel guilty every single day, but people will do that all day long, Absolutely. all day long, yeah. and I'm just so thankful that I switched over from religion to relationship because I'm not focused on what everyone else is thinking and doing and how they perceive me. I'm focused on my relationship with God Mm -hmm. and what he's telling me that I need to work on Mm -hmm. and what he's telling me is good about me, not what other people. Because in all honesty, y'all don't have a heaven or hell to send me to. Okay. And I really don't care about your opinion anymore. Back back when I was younger, like in my 20s, I cared so much. Mm-hmm. I cared so much to the point where I kind of lost myself mm-hmm. because I was trying to be what everyone expected. Mm-hmm. And then when I finally was like, nah, yeah, I, I can tell this is, not, this is just going to go around in circles and circles and circles. Like, mm-hmm. let me just worry about me and God. Mm-hmm. And that's the beautiful thing. And I just wish that, you know, talking about, you know, Christianity, I just really hope that more and more Christians understand that now. Mm-hmm. It's like be kind, mm-hmm. be loving. Okay, you can tell Give someone, yeah. you can tell someone, especially in love, like, hey, like Nikki, I don't, I don't know. This is not like you. Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? Like, yeah. let's talk about this because this is making me a little concerned. Mm-hmm. But not like, uh, <laughs> like, yeah. and, like, just lead in love with that. And mm-hmm. and I, I'm really hoping that for Christians because I think that. It's just a common misconception that we are all just hypocrites. And I understand it because yeah. of, there's a lot of really loud Christians mm-hmm. who make us look bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with the whole thing about the hypocrites. I, yeah. I hear it all the time. And mm-hmm. I think that as people know that I'm a Christian, they come to me and try to talk to me like my, my oldest daughter's dad is an atheist. And mm-hmm. he's come to me before and told me like, ah, it's just stuff that I've seen in a church like and he will always bring up some stuff that is just unchristlike. Yeah. And I'm like, there's a lot of people in the church, they go to the building. 
You know yeah. what I mean? They're in the church, but they are not the church. If you I know think what, I mean. what sorry, Nina, no, you're good, you're good. But <laughs> I think what's important for people is to have discernment. Mm. Just like how you may go to a certain school or send your child to that school, you're going to look at the school, you're going to go walk in there, exactly. talk to the teachers, get to know the environment before yeah. you judge on whether or not you're going to send your child there. That's the same thing with the church. Like You have to go and try out a few churches first mm -hmm. and don't just assume that this church is this way and you have to know what type of church you want to go yeah. to like do you want to go to a more traditional church yeah. mm -hmm. where they basically don't have a time that they leave they yeah. all day <laughs> God all day service. or do you want to go more to a like new age millennial mm -hmm. type of church where they um, broadcast their mm -hmm. Sunday services yeah. online to people where they have different like youth events and different yeah. things like you have to have that discernment and not yeah. just ex church and God out because of a few bad apples. Yeah. A few bad apples. Yeah. And a lot of times it is the, those bad apples come from when they was a kid. You yeah. know what I mean? At a church that may not have um, been, what's the word I'm looking for? Have been, uh, I can't think of the word. Just like basically growing and successful and yeah. actually doing outreach and actually evangelizing and mm -hmm. actually, um, um, flourishing, you know what yeah. I mean? Maybe you experience yeah. some churches where they were just money hungry, like, or you mm. see the churches, <laughs> you see the churches literally falling apart. I didn't mean to laugh, but <laughs> I'm talking about my childhood church. <laughs> but you see the church literally falling apart, yeah. but the pastor lives in a beautiful home and got Ooh. a Cadillac and what? all this and that, and, and, the, and the first lady is literally dripping in pearls and diamonds, but yeah. we can't even raise enough money for the building fund to get a new roof, right. so, that's you know. The sermon, you gotta be like, yes. Maybe not for me. Yeah, yeah, you can't be like, oh, I hate Christians because mm -hmm. one time this one pastor, like, what? Mm -hmm. yes. You can't do that. Yeah, and that's the one thing I am thankful for of starting church so young is because we went to many different churches when I was young. So I was able to, even though I was young, there are still things that I remember from certain churches. I was like, oh, I will never go back to a church like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned my lesson in that. And not to say that I can judge every church off of this specific one that or that denomination, but mm -hmm. there were certain things that I was able to see in each denomination. Mm -hmm. And um, I was able to, when I finally got older and I m made my own choice of what church I wanted to go to, it helped me formulate, okay, I like this better than these ones. Mm -hmm. And I relate more to, even though I prefer um, non-denomination, mm -hmm. um, you know, I was able to kind of see, okay, this, I don't, I'm not, I don't care for this style. I like this style. And you have to pick what's right for you yeah. because someone may absolutely love the traditional, I'm in church all day long, we're singing hymns. Mm -hmm. Someone might love that and maybe they are spiritually fed in that. That's awesome. And someone like me, I'm just not, it's just not for me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's okay. And I think we have to stop judging, even like when it comes down to the different translations of the Bible. Mm -hmm. I have some people are like, only King James, only King James. And for me, I'm like, I've read King James so long, but I'm like, it just, I don't really, Resignate. yes, mm -hmm. I just don't with that because it's a whole nother type of like speech mm -hmm. from so long ago. And it's like, I just, when I read it, I feel like I'm in like language arts or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. what am I doing? <laughs> so, yes. And so it's mm -hmm. like, I think like we have to understand, like just find what works for you. Exactly. Find what works for you and exactly. be okay with that. And it's okay to try things out. Mm -hmm. It's okay to look and see, maybe you love online. I didn't do well online. Mm -hmm. It just was hard for me. But I know some people mm -hmm. who love online mm -hmm. and then I hear them say, well, I feel bad because I'm not in that church. I'm like, you're still there though. Mm -hmm. You're still there. Mm -hmm. And that's what matters. And that's what God wants. I've even known people who, because of their job um, or because of things in their life, they can't actually make it to church. It's just mm -hmm. too hard for them. Yeah. They have to catch YouTube when they can. Mm -hmm. And it's like, even that, I'm like, you just have to do what you can do. Exactly. You can't allow people to make you feel bad. Because I've heard that before in the church, too. It's like, oh, you're not here, here. You're not here doing this. You're not on. Like, and it makes people feel bad. And they're like, oh, dang. And it's like, just, just it's you and God. Exactly. It's you and God. So, you know, going through your journey um, mm -hmm. and being able to experience two different sides Mm -hmm. If someone was to ask you, like, hey, you know, can you give me some advice in this? Maybe I am kind of straying away. Maybe I'm kind of dibble-dabbling and looking to different um, practices and things like that. Do you have advice for anyone who might be in that situation? Hmm. I would say, gosh, I feel like I'm 
<laughs> that's what they think about it. <laughs> yeah, I think that, and real quick while you're thinking, yeah. like, I think that is actually very common because, like you said, it's just what's popular now. Mm-hmm. I've even got caught up. <laughs> and, um, like, you know, on TikTok, you'll see, like, you'll be scrolling and it's like tarot card readings. Mm-hmm. And there's people like, oh, I'll do a free reading and stuff like that. It's literally everywhere mm-hmm. and it's new and it's exciting mm-hmm. and it pulls you. Mm-hmm. I'll find myself stopping all the time at, like, Scorpio new moon is mm-hmm. telling you that something amazing is going to happen on June 1st and I'm just like reading it like June 1st let me write you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> right now, like first yeah. my calendar real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so appealing you know mm-hmm. what I mean and I feel like it will easily cause a, I just think that's very common nowadays for yeah. people to now question their Christianity right. and, and be curious about spirituality I exactly. think with spirituality like spirituality seems so fun and enticing mm-hmm. because it seems so free and right yeah. now we're living in a society that's like free this mm-hmm. free of everything mm-hmm. but everybody should have a set of standards yes. and I feel like with the bible it holds you to a standard mm-hmm. and I think that it's important and as far as um what advice I would give somebody who's thinking about straying away from spirituality mm-hmm. would be to first research like yeah go online um, go on Transformation Church. Mm-hmm. You can go on the Word Church and catch their sermon. See mm-hmm. what type of preaching you would yeah. like. And then yeah. also go onto the Bible app, the U version. Yes. They have a bunch of yeah. plans that you can Something do. Something for everybody. They're, yeah, it's amazing. It's so good. And then even if you're on TikTok and you don't mm-hmm. want to start on YouTube or go straight to the Bible, get on Christian Talk. Yeah. See what they're mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah. And then dibble and dabble in that and focus more on the relationship and yeah. not about all of the negative things that you may have heard. Like, mm-hmm. form your own opinion first. Yes. I yeah. think that's the most important thing. Yeah, I love that because it's like we don't know. We go off of the feelings that when the things we see on social media, but we don't really do our research. I, I mean, we don't fully know what we're getting into when we start... I think maybe people like the idea of it, like, crystals are pretty, that sounds fun, Mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? And then you hear other people talk about, you know, crystals and charging them and everything, and it just sounds so exciting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Looking into it and seeing really what does it mean, really, you know, how does, how is it going to impact me spiritually? How is it going to help me spiritually, you know? So, and I love what you said, too, about having a standard, because I think that what, why some people don't like Christianity is because, there is a certain way that we are required to live. Mm-hmm. And they just don't like that. Which, yeah. the truth of the matter is, um, it's not about, oh, what you connect to. It's about what's real and what's mm-hmm. true. You know, obviously I'm going to connect to something that tells me to go do whatever feels good. <laughs> yeah, of course. Exactly. But- <laughs> Even when you take a look at the commandments, like yeah. when it says not to fornicate and do yeah. certain things like, Okay, but if you were to fornicate, what could happen? The you could have a child out of one mm-hmm. life. You could get STDs or whatever. And basically, you're giving yourself away to people that aren't your husband or your yep. wife. That's the con to it. So yep. every you have to just look at that too. Like if I am being free, this is fun. But what is it really doing for me though? Yeah, that's sometimes so good. we sometimes we be a little too free. Yeah, we need you know, <laughs> we need to be brought back a little bit. Like exactly. nah, come on, we get a little too crazy. <laughs> There, but exactly. that's good too because like you guys were both saying you know there's parameters mm-hmm. and there's standards and there's structure and some people don't like that and they say oh that's too strict but what they don't realize and it took me a while to realize but now I understand is that God is not doing that to be mean he's right. not doing that to be a dictator he's doing that to protect us literally like you were mm-hmm. saying you know, don't fornicate, not because, you know, God doesn't like sex, he literally created it, Mm -hmm. so obviously, but um, it's because he knows what can happen. Exactly. Same thing with all the other things that God has parameters around. It's because he knows what can come from that. He knows, you know, we get so caught up, and I know I have, in doing things that make us feel good, Mm -hmm. make our flesh feel good. Mm -hmm. We do things that satisfy the flesh, but those are temporary. Temporary. It's like the the drinking, like getting drunk was temporary. You felt good temporary. Getting high was, you know, feeling good temporary. Having sex, you felt good temporary. And then a lot of times for me, especially when I got closer to God, I felt so empty afterwards. It was like, Mm -hmm. okay, that was cool for a second. (laughs) And now that I'm out of that, it's like, now you're by yourself like, ugh. Just mm-hmm. like waking up me, to the same set of problems. After you leave the club, you realize, like with me, it'd be a process. Like 
go out, get drunk, eat the bad food, yep. and then recover for days on end. Mm-hmm. And with, like, alcohol and smoking weed, it's a depressant. It like, is. You, I would feel so sad just mm-hmm. after yeah. those few days, and then I'd be disappointed in myself because mm-hmm. I have goals for myself mm-hmm. on, like, weight loss and being active in the yeah. gym and doing these things. I can't do that if I'm hungover. No. Right. And the same thing with sex. Like, yeah, it's it feels good mm-hmm. temporarily laying up with this man, mm-hmm. but... Is is he really for you? For real? Yeah, it yeah. don't feel good to your <laughs> yeah. spirit. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. Yeah. Like the regret, like that I felt from some of the men that I dealt with in my mm-hmm. past, and I'm just like, why did I even let you? Ugh. Oh Too my god, I cannot even imagine <laughs> now. You know, giving mm-hmm. to somebody that wasn't my husband. Mm-hmm. You know, such a special yes. thing to mm-hmm. me, and you don't nurture me. You don't help me grow. Mm-hmm. You don't help me in any aspect don't of care. my life. Don't care. Don't care, but I'm going to give you a very precious and special gift. Like, And that's one thing that we just don't realize the treasure Mm -hmm. that it is and the level of connection it is. And we just give it to any time to carry. That's why being so free like that has its downsides, too. Like, it... Freedom, it sounds good, but you do need those parameters, though. Yeah, absolutely. I I mean... If we were all to just be free, like if we didn't have any like organized religions or anything like that, we were all just free, I don't even know if we'd be here in 2023. Yeah, I don't even know if we'd be here. Because when we we live on our flesh, our flesh will literally tell us to do anything that it pops up. It's like, oh, go go jump off a building, you can fly. And then you can do that. Like you can do Starbucks got my order wrong? Let me get my gun. (laughs) Yes. So it's like, I have to be thankful that I'm not that free because I've been to a place where I felt like I wanted to just do whatever. And it was like, that's just not for me. It's not for me. And we have all, and I know not just us three, but many other people can say, we've done it. We've been there. We lived free, and we've seen that there was not much benefit to it. I can't say, oh, well, when I was free, I was a millionaire, and I was the most fit and the most healthy. No, I was literally depressed and anxious Mm -hmm. all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. I couldn't accomplish anything. I wasn't the best mom I can be. I was not, and that is when I was living outside the parameters of God. That is when Mm -hmm. I was free to do whatever I wanted. And all I did was... Was literally live with regret every single day. I was depressed yeah. trying to force a relationship with her dad. I was depressed mm. trying to fill up voids with other men, trying to drink, mm. trying to keep up with girls who I couldn't keep up with, with the clothes and the shoes and the everything and the makeup and everything. And I was not happy. And that is when I was in my own free will. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't start to become better inside and out until I had that direction and I had that relationship with Christ. So. Yeah. That was so good. That was I feel like I feel like <laughs> I mean, this could we go just had church. Okay, <laughs> we did. But I think it's so good, even more so because I know there's gonna be people who listen to this and be like, "Oh my gosh, I get it. I understand. Yeah. I've been there." Finally, someone says it because I think sometimes, again, going to church, it's like be picture perfect, Patty. Everything has to look good. Every your whole family, your whole life, everything has to be perfect. So I'm so glad that we can come on here and be like, "No, we've messed up. Mm. No, we've had to stray away." No, we've experienced different things, but we're back here. Exactly. You know, we're back here, and I want other people to understand that, too. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, you can stray away. God's going to reel you back in because ain't nothing going to steal you from, out of his hand. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, okay, just like he says, you know, with the sheep. He, I'll, I'll leave 99 to go get the one. You know, the one might stray away. We've mm-hmm. all been the one. We've mm-hmm. all been the one to be like, let me go do my thing. But God's like, eh, no, I'm going to bring you right back. I'm going to bring right. you right back. Come on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I just really, really, really hope that, you know, our listeners take the information yeah. that we've given out because this is something, like, we're being vulnerable and we're allowing you to know, like, this is life. Yes. This is life. And it's Absolutely. okay to mess up. It's okay to question things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, also, you know, if you guys ever have questions for us, definitely DM us. We would be so happy. I'm not, I'm not a theologian. I don't have all the answers. <laughs> yes, she is. But, no, she I'm is not. a theologian. No, I'm not. She studied the Bible front to back like 30 times. I mean, I have. But that doesn't mean I know everything. I mean, no, that's the amazing. No, but that's, and I know we're, we're such, um, closing this up, but that's one of the most amazing things about the Bible is I have read it front to back multiple times. And I promise you, Every time I read it, I'm like, what? I know, right? I read this? Like, where, where did this come from? Yeah. And, 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 like, when it says that it's a living word, it really mm-hmm. is. Because I'm like, I know I've read this passage so many times. But, like, God just, like, reveals something else in that. And I'm like, i never even seen it that way. And that's one of the things I just get so excited about. It, it's 
Christianity should be exciting. Absolutely. It should. You should enjoy your relationship with Christ. If you feel like you're not enjoying your relationship with Christ, I feel like you really just need to stop and, and take a step back. And, and reflect and, on and why reflect. you don't enjoy it. Exactly. And make sure that you are, again, giving yourself grace yes. for not like, God, why am I not feeling connected? Mm-hmm. Yes. What should I do differently? Mm-hmm. Google is there. Is there? Google it. Because <laughs> yes. I Google everything. Yes. <laughs> do your research and don't condemn yourself. And don't yes. also listen to people who are in the church and want to judge you. Like, don't yeah. listen to them. Don't. Take it with a grain of salt, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Turn that other cheek, okay? Yes. yes. Thank you so much, yes. Rihanna, for Thank coming. You. Thank you for sharing your story. Y'all, she already shared her Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, the name is Brie. Is yep, that- the name is Brie on okay. Instagram and TikTok. And then um, I also have my podcast called The Single Mom Pod. So yes. check it out. And we will link it down below. Mm-hmm. Thank y'all so much for listening to this episode. Um, everything, like we say yes. every time, you know, follow us on everything <laughs> on Instagram, on, I don't know, she handles all the other things Twitter, Twitter, TikTok. TikTok. I only handle Instagram. That's it. So, yeah, follow us. Make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube channel yeah. so you don't miss a video. Hit the notification bell so it'll let you know every Monday. Don't miss no episodes. All right, y'all. Thank you so much Bye. for listening. Bye. <laughs>